0: I was raised in the South. I got some malicious ass weapons in my day. Like, I'm talking 12 years of slave, Amistad, whatever type. <laughs> Lay across the bed, oh my butt naked, you know, only socks <laughs> on. I got all of that. yo 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 this is ac3 savage with the committee podcast aka tcp checking in live and direct like we always do um, i'm gonna pass it over to my uh partners to go ahead and uh, introduce themselves for this week hey
1: everybody it's me l
2: yeah this is marcus y'all know who it is two and one let's go
0: Hey, you guys beat the hell out of somebody there. I was like, damn. But anyway as you know, the new motto is we ain't doing nothing. We just kicking it. So, you know, if you guys would like to, please kick it with us. Uh, shout out to everybody. I, uh, was doing a promo special this week. Um, so shout out to everyone that did participate. Uh, we did, uh, make it past the first tier. So, um, some, sometime in the middle of the, the, uh, Podcast, I'll go ahead and do the drawing and then we'll kind of know who won. So shout out to everybody for that. Uh, also shout out to at Dick Yelp and at Kiana Banks or Kiana Banks. i uh, just wanted to kind of put it out there. You know, um, I'm trying to get on Dick Yelp, trying my hardest. So, you know, you name your price, I'll fly you out and you know, we do what we do. You know what I'm saying? In a non nasty way. Cause I was definitely stocking her profile uh earlier this week I do like what you got so definitely shout out to that so anyway we'll kick it off um who wants to start tonight
1: so you guys have seen lately floating around there's been these clips of Scott Disick and Corey Gamble which is Chris Kardashian's new boo or long boo I don't know how long they've been together and you know you see a lot of clips of Scott Disick and you know the history of him with his alcohol abuse drug abuse and all kinds of things throughout the seasons. However, you never really see him all the way upset. Like, you've seen him blackout drunk and shit, but you don't really see him, uh, I guess, sober and upset like you do in this clip. And it starts off with them all having a family dinner. Him, Courtney, uh, of course, Kim, their mom and her boyfriend. And they're discussing about their one child and, you know, just kind of like her bad behavior. And I really feel like the episode hasn't aired yet but just reading the article and seeing the clips that you do see, it seems as though they were trying to have a genuine concern conversation about the child because they're saying how, you know, she blacks out at times and she lashes out at some of the other kids. And they were saying how they lost their nanny recently. And um, I don't watch the show, but just from seeing like IG posts and things like that, at the store, they take good care of their nannies. Like they go on vacations with them. Like that is not a bad gig mm-hmm. to have. So for the, I'm just thinking. Whoa, the nanny quit. That's kind of a big thing, and they reveal us because their daughter uh, P. I think that her name is Penelope. I'm not sure, but they call her P. She scratched the nanny's face, and I guess that was when the nanny was like, "Uh-uh, I'm done. Call it." Oh, what so, a nice to laugh. Okay, so see with your reaction, you kind of already went to more of an aggressive approach, partially joking, partially not. Well, that's where it gets kind of it gets kind of ugly because. Uh, Gamble, the boyfriend, he starts asking, you know, questions like, oh, well, is it cool for, you know, to, to pop the kid for misbehaving and such? And they're like, no, you know, it's, it's not necessary. Um, and they're just kind of saying, like, well, you know, you got to still discipline the child. And then he was just went into explaining how, you know, the clip in the, that's been floating around is just him saying, like, oh, well, I would have whipped her ass. And that's when things take a long term. Cause you have somebody that I don't know how close he is to the family, but either way, he's not the parent of the child. So he's talking about he would have whipped her ass. So then Scott gets upset. And he's just like, what do you mean you're going to whip a, you're going to beat a six year girl, six year old's ass or whatever? And then he was like, yeah, if she does that to me, I'm going to whip her ass and all that stuff. He's talking about his discipline. And yeah, it's just, you got to see the clip to see what I'm talking about. Cause it escalates really quickly as far as like how upset Scott gets. And I wanted to hear you guys' take about that because i know in the past you talk about disciplining kids and we're trying to get out of the cycle of whipping kids and putting hands on the kids in order to discipline them i know out of the three of us the only one of us has a child so i'm gonna turn it over to you marcus to see what are your thoughts
2: yeah i mean i, I don't know what the like relationship is between that guy and scott and you know that kid but yeah you, you shouldn't be talking about people's kids like that like, unless y'all are super close and y'all joke around and play like that, like, I don't see where, I don't, I don't see, he I don't think he was joking. And it's like, bro, you, you're out here talking about putting your hands on someone's kid. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, if you're going to say that, you better be prepared to back it up at the very least.
1: Yeah.
0: Agreed. And, and, um, definitely you're going to have to back it up with me. Um, for me, I guess I'm trying to understand the gist of the question. Like I would never make a threat to someone else's child that I don't know because that's not my responsibility to discipline them. Um, if I was in the position as a parent, um, if a child, if my child scratched my face, I'm not trying to say I would give them a thorough whipping with a belt, but there would be consequences because they need to know, Hey, I'm daddy, I'm the boss, you know, in, in our little house, I, I'm everything, you don't put your hands on me, you know, so, um, maybe a well, well, six years old, maybe a ruler pop, um, something like that, nothing too <laughs> That just excessive. shows where you
1: come from, you come from the south, that just shows. What,
0: y'all don't do ruler pops, or what do you? No. <laughs> so you never got a whooping before?
1: Yeah, but now with no ruler. So you, what, got, you what, got the what, chancla, belt? you got the chancla, you got a belt. That was very popular in my house. Um, And then there was, a you know, just throwing whatever's closest to you. So typically the remote or a brush.
0: I just kind of felt like at this point, <laughs> um, in the words of Jay-Z, we're, we're past the belt. Like the belt should just be one severe time and you get the belt. If you're six, I kind of feel like you're too young for the belt you get popped on the hand with a ruler, that's an eye-opening experience. Like, that shit hurts. Um, but, I mean, that's just my opinion. I was raised in the South. I got some malicious ass whippings in my day. Like, I'm talking 12 years of slave, Amistad, whatever type. Lay across <laughs> the bed, oh butt naked, you know, only socks on. Yeah. I got all that. We're <laughs> past that. In the, in the words of Jay-Z,
1: we're past oh. that.
2: Jesus. That's hilarious. It's not hilarious, but it's fun. Just a visual, lot. It's a visual. It's kind of. It's I me. did too. <laughs>
1: but the sapper, I visualized him as an adult. Like, so. How did you see that? <laughs> what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> With socks on his feet, just kicking around.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> a grown ass man.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I got some real behind whippings. Like, And I didn't think I did stuff that was worth an ass whipping. So that's why I just kind of feel like, I mean, with the scratching, I wouldn't do like a timeout. I'd do a ruler to the hand. Or, I mean, if she'd done it more than once, maybe I will pull out the belt. But to me, the belt needs to be the end all be all, like at this point. But we're beyond belts now, guys.
2: Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't nah. be the first resort to everything. Like you gotta, you gotta take well, some other steps. Talk to
1: my mom about that. Okay. No, I'm,
2: <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that now. <laughs> I don't
1: want
2: Shit those problems. Come for
1: you. Yeah, you know. And then when you go to the store, I mean, it gets really heated quickly. And I think what happens is like Scott kind of blacks out. I don't think he was fully hearing what the boyfriend was saying, Corey. Um, because he's saying like, "Yeah, I'd whip her ass. I didn't take that as a sense of. Yeah, he's gonna like if that little girl were to touch him, he himself is gonna whip that little girl's ass, which is what it seems like Scott took it as. Cause in a dialogue, it's like, "Oh, my daughter, what the hell you're talking about? You're gonna whip my daughter's ass if she touches you," is what Scott says. So mm-hmm. you know, he's he's taking it that way. I think what Corey was trying to say was, you know, that use that, you know, that physical discipline. If yeah, that was if his, I was that, in, that's probably, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, if like. I was in your shoes, but I think you, I think it goes back to knowing your place. I don't know where their relationship is. and I don't know how cool they are. And I think there's also a way to talk about things because they weren't in, like it wasn't like a playful conversation they were having originally to where you can say, man, I would whip her ass. That wasn't a tone either. So you have to be mindful of those things as you're communicating with people. You have to know your audience. And if you're not that close with that person or whatever the case is, I think you still have to be very careful when you're talking about other people's kids, period. If you're talking about, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna whip your kids' ass, if that word, whatever, whatever. Like, there's, there's a, there's a way to do certain things if you're gonna offer up advice about parenting and discipline. But I don't think that was very tasteful in the way that it was done. I see what he was trying to say, and I don't think there's anything wrong with what he was trying to say. But I think the way it actually came about was wrong, and that's why you see that big blow up. So. I guess tune in for that, huh? It should be an interesting episode. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like, how awkward is that? You know, you see the mother in the corner crying. Like, it was like, it seems very heavy and dramatic. So, yeah, there's a whole thing with ratings and blah, blah. But in that moment, it seemed real. Like, how do you go back to... That's like your... Those are your grandbabies. I don't know. I would would hate to be Chris in that situation. That much, I do know. So... I'm going to throw it back to you, Love Killer Trey, or whatever you call yourself these days. I forgot. I couldn't keep up.
0: Yeah, AC3 Savage is the uh, (laughs) new name. So, wow, I guess the uh, topic that I wanted to talk about, uh, just kind of briefly, it's uh, more relationship-based. So, I believe everyone on this podcast has had a prior relationship with someone um, and then someone before that. So my question for everyone in podcast land on Twitter world, Facebook, how many of us are still friends with our ex and what is an appropriate relationship to have with an ex that you're friends with? Um, I have a few friends that are my exes that I am cordial with. Um, but I don't think that I have, like, we, we can't say that we're besties. Like that's not something that I believe that you can kind of do. Um, and then I, I kind of feel like it just depends on how the relationship ended or what happened. Was there a betrayal before I can actually make the jump to, okay, well, we didn't work out, but let's just be friends. Um, does anyone on the podcast have any type of experience with that, where you have an ex that's still like even a Facebook friend or anything like that, uh, I will pass it to El Chapo
1: first. Oh, thank you. I knew it. In my head, I was preparing. Um, (laughs) I would say, um, eh, not really. I mean, there's one that I would say we dated. I wouldn't say we were in like a full legit relationship, like it fully blossomed because of moving and whatnot. And so that kind of deaded things early. There's potential there. But either way, we're Facebook friends, Instagram friends, things like that. Like each other's pictures occasionally. He's since moved on and got a whole family and stuff. And I don't think there's anything um shady about it. I don't think there's anything malicious about it. Like I said, it's just very casual. Once in a blue moon, a double tap. That's about it. As for the other ones, um, I don't... I think I moved past all the drama and stuff that came with those relationships. And... I don't hate anybody, but I don't necessarily need them as my friends. I I don't see the point in that.
0: Okay, so, so you know, yeah. love and let go. Let me ask you this: Do you ever reach back out to any of your exes and ask for closure? No. Okay, I mean, I know so it's I
1: big mean, for some people. Yeah, I th- well, I think it's important. I don't think for me, I think once you're deading it, you just gotta let it throw it all out on the table and then if later on if that person needs to have another conversation i've had those closure talks um but when i'm ending it and we're gonna cut it off all right cool we're gonna cut it off We're gonna dead it and then if i feel the need i guess i'd reach out but i haven't really done that i just kind of as it's happening crazy girl comes out so i get it all off my chest and that i could be done with it and you take it how you take it you do with that information as you see fit whatever
0: all right, now Marcus, what are your thoughts? Any yeah, exes hanging around?
2: <laughs> I was gonna say I don't have like a lot of experience with exes because I only have two, and um, like I'm trying to think like the f- the first one when we broke up, like we tried to do the whole uh friends thing, but it it just didn't work out because uh, I guess for. On her end, she wasn't really done, you know, trying to be in a relationship with me. So that made things like uncomfortable and more difficult than things had to be. So I know for me, I just had to like just like just cut it off completely because because then it turns into that thing where you're going back and forth and you know Mm messing messing around here and there, and then it's just like you know, are we? What are we? Are we are we a thing again? And it just it got really complicated really fast. So I know for me, I just kind of if 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 you're like when I was on Facebook like i i'm I don't think I'll go through the whole process of like deleting someone off of there like I don't really care that much like I will but I mean it's it's not that serious to me you know as far as that goes but it, it really depends on kind of like you know like you said how how it ends and if you guys kind of like have the same if you have mutual friends or if you guys hang out at the same spots, like there's a lot of factors that kind of go into how you should handle uh, an, an ex.
0: Mm. Yeah. So let me ask this to either one or both of you. Okay. So if we're on social media and I understand, well, I know for yourself, Marcus, one, one of your exes, I do know who that is. And that was probably pre social media boom, but yes. Do you guys oh hide pictures <laughs> or delete pictures or just don't care?
1: I don't give a fuck.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't, like. I, I'm trying to what think. What do you like, mean I, hide I,
1: pictures? I, like, like well, you know, like, on, so on so they Facebook, don't see you can it, like
0: put the stuff on private or whatever, or put albums on private so
1: that way they put, don't yeah, see. I,
2: yeah, nobody will be able to see it. No. I think I've deleted like albums. Cause like, you know, like on Facebook, you can have like, uh, photo categories where it's like, you know, this is from Christmas 2007 or this is from whatever, right. whatever. Like I would, I've, I've gone through and like deleted some of those, but I mean, I'm not, eh. I guess it kind of depends on the picture too. Cause there's some like pictures of me individually in, the, in there that I'd like to keep. So I do that, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have Facebook anymore. So I don't have to really worry about that. So.
0: Okay. And like yeah. I said, I know that was pre-Instagram or anything. So, El Chop, are you True. deleting any old photos or?
1: Yeah. Once it's done, like you're getting deleted from everything. <laughs> There's no, you got to purge. You got to purge it, honey. So, and then I'm not, if we, if I decide to stay friends with you, like, if everything ended fine, I'm not going to hide photos from that person or then why are you friends with them? Then that's not a real friendship that's still low-key playing games if you feel like you have to hide pictures so they don't see why can't that person see what what does it do are you worried about hurting their feelings maybe y'all shouldn't be friends if what you're doing is gonna hurt their feelings but that's what you want to do then maybe you guys shouldn't just be friends it's hard oh, look yeah. at it. the only photos I yeah the only photos i have hidden are from facebook but like my high school photos like throw it back I hide those because I want to keep them, but there's nothing in there that I'm ashamed of. That I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like they're just really old. I don't need it. And I don't even use my Facebook like that. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I delete you. Okay. I'm okay. I mean, I,
2: I'm, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not going to like go because I have uh, like, it's not a yearbook, but there's like a, like a prom type book thing, photo album that I have. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna, I'm, you know, we went to prom together because we were dating in high school. So I'm not gonna go back and like,
1: right? You know,
2: burn, like, I'm not gonna burn that book, you know, just because we broke up. You know, it's just like eh, I went to prom. That's why I went with. that eh. – I can't, yeah. you know, erase that. I can't make that not happen. Like, prom was, I don't want to say prom was a big deal, but I mean, when you're in high school, prom is a is a is a is a moment that you have. Like, oh yeah, and and to yeah. be able to like look to be able to look back and you know, eventually show your kids when they get, when it's their turn to go to prom or whatever, you can like, over oh, here, here's what I was wearing, here's what my date wore, blah, 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 stuff like that. So I, I I understand, like, the idea of deleting pictures, but, like, to just go back and just erase, you know, life events because you were with somebody, like, I'm not going to do that.
0: So on that note, <laughs> shout out to Principal Wingate, from orange park high school for effectively banning me from my senior prom. So I don't have any senior oh. prom memories. You fucking cocksucker. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, I, I do agree though. Like for me, of course, if, oh, if you have been living under a rock or haven't, I just got out of a three year relationship and it's been totally done. And uh, I have, hidden like photo albums but i I haven't deleted any pictures because i kind of just feel like at least from that perspective on social media whether it's my instagram my twitter i don't use snapchat like that or my facebook like you know that's just a part of my past like i just never i don't never delete those pictures because you know they're different moments in my life like so you know you can still go to my page and like you can actually just see who who I've gone out with each year, like in chronological order. So, you know, that's just how I kind of do things.
1: So how does a girl okay, so you meet somebody else and you start dating? How do you think like how do you handle that conversation? She's like, oh well who's this? You know, I see you yeah, have pictures of this one and you still have them up. Yeah, I don't really
0: I I've never had that happen. And I don't want to sound like a slut, but like I have like quite a few exes because I seem to struggle with staying in relationships. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I've never got that question asked. I mean, I'm pretty sure that it's been thought about, you know, and I Mm -hmm. know someone after the fact has kind of said something, but I mean, to me, like I said, it's, it's a part of who I am. Like these individual relationships made me. Um, and so, you know, I have a bunch of them. I'm talking about at least like six or seven that I'm still friends with. Uh, without naming names, there's at least three of them that I still mingle with on occasion. I mean, it's nothing like shooting shots or anything. But, you know, you just talk to them on occasion, like whether it be in the inboxes or, you know, the the liking of stuff and junk like that. But I've never had that answer. Like,
1: I've just been fortunate. Well, I can tell you right now, that would bother me. But uh, well, why? <laughs> that, unless the- it's like. Unless it's like a whole, because it's showing me that you're not ready to let go of your past. That's how I look at it. And if Mm -hmm. you're showing, if you're leaving pictures with that individual up. So unless it's like what Marcus is seeing, a prom picture, unless it's like a moment or if it's like wedding photos and that was your date to the wedding and you're there with the bride and groom. Like, okay, you know, I'm not that immature to understand that you've dated people before me. However, I don't want to see you having booed up pictures with some girl (laughs) that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we're supposed to be starting to build something, you're still showing me your past relationship. And other people can see it, too. And other people, even if what you're saying does make sense, but I think you have to take that other person's feelings into consideration. And then there's also that perception that you're giving off, too. So now my friends and my family are going to become friends with you if we get to that point. And then they're also going to see you have pictures with, you know, girls from your past all booed up. Then mm. it almost looks like I'm just another one on your fucking timeline. I don't want to be another one on your timeline.
0: So with that My being said, said, I'm going to go My and, uh, <laughs> pictures now.
1: So okay. I'm just saying, but I think what this, I, what I was going to say earlier, at this same token, I think you have to be selective on who you do post. Um, and i learned that later on too because you know social media is such a game and a gimmick at times and you know you only show your happy stories and everything like that because who wants to see you sad but i think the same thing comes with relationships and i think um i learned it later on probably after about one relationship that was way too he was way too um obsessed with his social media but I don't like the idea of, like, I'll take pictures with you all day, but you're probably not going to see them posted for a while. I'm not just going to go rush into posting pictures of us until you feel like, um, I guess this, you know, you have a more solid foundation and this isn't just another fling. Because then it's just, then you got to go back and delete it. So, <laughs> then oh, yeah. you know what I mean? I just don't want to deal with all that shit. And people asking questions, oh, that's your new man. Da, da, da. Like, don't worry about what I'm doing. Um... It's how I look at it. And then once you feel like, for me, once I feel like it's getting a little bit like, okay, this is going somewhere, then I'll post your picture. And then we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah. yeah you, 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 you just, you just got to talk about it. You just have a, you got to have a conversation about it and see what everybody's comfort level is on somebody's thing. Because yeah. so there's, there's, there's some people who, you know, if they go to your social media and they see a picture of your ex, they might feel uncomfortable. They might feel a certain way about it. They might feel jealous or insecure. but you still need to have a conversation. It can't be a thing where you just, you know, if they say something about it, you're just like, oh, well, that's my social media. Like I'll do whatever I want, but you got to at least acknowledge that person's feelings about it. And then try to see if you can work through it. Cause you don't want that to be a problem going forward. Like you obviously you want to move forward, but mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, like I don't post any pictures anymore. I just, just got out of that. Like I'll, I post stories now, but like, I just don't want to have to deal with, okay, well, this is what was going on, you know, three years ago, but I don't really fuck with that person no more. So do I need to go back and, you know, scroll all the way down to my Instagram and delete this pic? Like, I, I just don't want to deal with that. And Facebook's kind of the same way. It, it'll, you know, on a certain day, four years ago, it's bringing up a picture from when I was with my ex. And it's like, what the fuck? I didn't want to see that. Like, <laughs> come on. What are we doing here? So
1: It does. things just
2: make Just make things easier for yourself. Like, I mean... If you're comfortable, like, posting pictures on, you know, every date that you go on, then do that and just live with what comes with it. And if you're not, then don't. Just just don't post pictures. And if someone's pressuring you to, like, hey, how come you ain't posted me yet, like, have a, yeah. Really have a conversation.
0: Yeah, because to some people, it's I've not had, I've had to people. have that
1: conversation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why don't you post me? I have you all over my IG. That's, that's really nice, and I appreciate it. But I'm just not, I don't see the point. I don't have to validate the fact that we're dating by putting you on my social media. But at the same token, going back to you, AC3, I forget the whole thing. Um, If I'm interested in you and I'm searching through your IG and I see pictures of your ex and whatever, that is obvious that, that that's your ex, not like friendly pictures, you know, like Buddha pictures. If I see that, I'm instantly going to be turned off. Mm. Uh. That's wow. just me. I'm I'm instantly gonna be turned off because I see you with and then you look at dates, right? This is like, oh gosh, this is girl on girls on IG one oh one. So you looked at the dates to see how long ago that was posted. And if you really care and see something suspect in the comments, you read the comments. But honestly, of just that one picture, I see you boot up with your ex from, you know, eight months ago. My first inkling is going to be, is he over her? Why is she still eight here?
2: Months, eight months ago, though? I'm, like, dumb, it,
1: I'm takes really gonna go it, it takes a lot to
2: go I'm back. It takes a lot to go back to my pictures from date. eight months ago. man. Come on. <laughs> I'm actually throwing on a random yeah. date.
1: No, I'm just throwing on a random day. I don't fucking know however long ago, but still.
2: How long Golly. ago would it have to be for you to not care?
1: For me to not care? see yes. I, but to me if you're still leaving up the pictures i'm gonna care and i might ask the question
2: but i'm saying how long ago would it have to be for you to not care
1: not care that the picture's there or that he had an ex
2: that he had an ex in that <laughs> like if you if you're if you're scrolling <laughs> through if you if you scroll scrolling through his ig and you see yeah. a picture of him and his ex and you look at the date how many months yeah. or years ago would it have to be for you to be like eh, whatever
1: um, I say six months plus.
2: That's not bad. Yeah,
0: that's not bad, okay on. Six months plus.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's, I think I that's think, reasonable. I mean, that's that's all right. Yeah. But like I said, it's more about the fact that the picture's there and you haven't let the picture go. So it's like you're holding okay. on to I that just, memory.
2: It's In just a picture. It's, it's, I mean, I, I guess the way I look at it, it's like it's just a picture on Instagram.
1: Like, oh my gosh, I wish I you could see my face. Oh my god! <laughs> it's
2: it's it's almost a thing where it's like and I and I get it like there's certain pictures up I guess I I understand why people would want those things taken down but it's just like yeah man every time like I have to go through I have to scroll through all these pictures and I just I just don't want to go through that so I just don't do it.
1: Look, you just got a head tilt and an eyebrow. Like <laughs> that's what I just gave you.
2: But, I mean, but there's I actually there's some a picture people who, is just who don't a picture, care about that but... stuff. Right, like they don't, they don't, they don't think about it in that way. Like they, like there's sometimes where, like when I was on Instagram or when I was actually posting stuff on there, I would post things and not even like not remember it or not even think about it because like it takes a lot to go back, especially if you post a lot on Instagram. If you have like that a thousand pictures on Instagram, it takes a lot to go back eight months to to find certain pictures to be like, oh, yeah. I need to take this one. Off. Facebook is a little bit different because you can put the things in albums. But, I mean, on Instagram, I'll post something and then, you know, if you keep posting a lot, like, those pictures tend to get lost and forgotten about because it's just like, I gotta scroll all the way down and it's... I don't know, man. Yeah.
1: If you want to do it, like, I'd
2: I'd be at the point where I'm just like, hey, how about you just go through and delete yourself because I'm not scrolling all the way down for that. But
1: it goes to that conversation piece, right? Like, that whole communication because... If I, if I know you well enough to know that you just post shit or whatever and it probably don't mean nothing, then I could say, eh, he probably just hasn't deleted his shit and it won't phase me as much. I might raise the question after a while, like, okay, he still hasn't deleted it, you know, something along those lines. But if you know the person and you know that they're super social media uh, heavy, I meaning they, they're paying attention to their stuff and they're posting more often and things like that and there's more intent behind it, You just gotta know your person that you're dating, I guess, and their social media habits if it's gonna bother you. But yeah, if you're gonna leave it up, and I know you like you actually give a shit about what you post, then I'm gonna question it.
0: Mm. Okay, so uh,
1: definitely
0: (laughs) go through and delete your old photos. So for now, before we segue into our uh final segment for tonight i do have the uh drawing to do for this uh prize money Yay! we did do 135 um on the listens this week and uh definitely thank everybody for the support on that uh thanks for the share
1: thanks so much
0: yeah it, it really means a lot so i am i love you guys can hear i'm shaking it up now i got the name i think it ended up being 16 people all Yay! Right. So who's gonna win this money? All right, the winner is Emmett. I ooh, let me get this wrong. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. Uh-oh. Use your
1: syllables. How
0: about sound? Okay. Just Josiah. Maybe go by was a very Zai. Yeah, goes by Zai, aka Croc Blood. Thank you for rocking with us. And actually, um, between her and this chick named Aja, like they really were really holding it down this week. So definitely shout out to both of y'all. Like, it, like it became a point to where anything I would say, anytime I'd say podcast, boom, here they come with another share. So definitely uh shout out to you. Uh, I'm going to reach out to you. Um, and I will cash up you your money. Um. So shout out to you. Um. I'm not gonna announce this out loud, which all I have to do is actually listen to the podcast. You have to reach out to me once you know. So shout out to you. Um. And we are going to kick it back to Do. Marcus.
2: Habs. Yeah. So well. <laughs> <laughs> We're, 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 real quick before we go into that i got a question for l like a yes or no question if you're okay dating if you're dating a guy and they have mm-hmm. a tattoo of their ex on them Whew, are I'm you running. asking them to get it removed are you i'm running oh, okay <laughs> never, I'm right, running. Never
1: <laughs> that is so bad <laughs> like, that's that's you guys we talked about this remember when um what's her name what's her name name? she tattooed big short on her arm gosh i'm so why am i trying to fucking thank you janae janae Janae. eco. fuck however you say it you know she and then now it's a tree my mother called it i'm just saying look if you got your girl your ex-girl tattooed on you like i understand tattoo's more permanent right so you can who knows how long they got that done but i just feel like that's a bad sign like that is bad luck i'm so against those like i can't I can't. Unless okay, he like addresses to... it on the first date and he's like, yeah, and he himself was like, I'm gonna get rid of it. Alright. Okay, cool. But it's not I just otherwise I'm running. <laughs>
2: I'm running. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just kind of curious uh-huh. how you felt about that. But uh the, the thing I wanted to talk about was I guess last last week uh the news came out that uh Jaguars cornerback Jalen Ramsey had uh requested a trade for the Jaguars. Uh it happened during the after the Sunday night game at Houston where uh he was pretty upset. Like the uh he wanted the coach to challenge a a, a pass and the coach didn't do it and I guess I ended up scoring on the player or whatever on, on that drive and and him and the coach kind of went back at it back and forth and it's it's one of those things where it's that that news cycle and how fans get when things like this happen where a player requests a trade and all of a sudden the player's selfish and they need to stick it out with the team and they start coming down on the players super hard about it. And I just kind of got to thinking, I'm like, why are we, why do we as fans and media come down on the players so hard when they request a trade? Especially when you have a player like Jalen Ramsey who is, for my money, probably at the very least, a top five cornerback, you know he's elite at what he does, and you cannot question his his will and want to when it comes to winning like that dude wants to win, and he's proven that he is great at his job, but when he requests a trade, fans, media, and everyone else decides to come down on him like why are you asking for a trade? Why are you doing this? Instead of looking at someone like Tom Coughlin, the the president of the you know front office in Jacksonville, like is he good at his job? <laughs> is the head coach is he is he good at his job? Is uh, mm. I don't know who the I don't know who the Jaguars GM is, but <laughs> oh, is he good at his job? Yeah, are any of like out of all those three people are any of those three people half as good at their job as Jalen Ramsey is at his job? And it's just like, I, you know, I I tweet stuff about that. I'm like, you know, I hope the fans don't, you know, come down hard on uh, Jalen Ramsey for requesting a trade. And just like clockwork, people are in my mentions talking about, oh, well, you want to be a quitter, then you can go if you want to, you know, he should stick it out and make his team become winners. I'm like, what else do you want him to do? Like that, that Jaguars defense from three years ago was championship ready. And the front office and the president and the owner decided to be incompetent and waste a great defense that could have won them a Super Bowl because they refused to get a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. Like playing defense in the NFL is hard and it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why when you have a, a historic defense, it's hard for that to repeat. Like I remember I remember talking with uh, Freddie Beats from the Reduced Lunch podcast. He was just like, oh, this defense is going to be great for at least five years. And I'm telling them, like, those, you know, Seattle defenses and Baltimore defenses, those things don't last for a very long time because especially when, you're, when you have an offense as inept as the Jaguars were, like, they're out there for a long time, and they're hitting hard, and they're grinding it out all game long because they, they cannot afford to give up anything. And for you to expect them to be able to last like that for two or three seasons while you just have Blake Bortles out there throwing pick sixes every game, is unreasonable, and it's incompetent. So, like, I I feel like we need to turn these things around where we're just like, yo, Jalen Jalen Ramsey asked for a trade. All right, why? Well, look at who the Jaguars have drafted. Look at who they've uh, signed as free agents. They haven't done – they haven't shown that they know what they're doing. They haven't put a winner out there. Why would Jalen – my question is, when someone asks, you know, why is Jalen Ramsey asking for a trade, you should ask, why should Jalen Ramsey want to stay? What reason does he have to stay in Jacksonville? Why, why should he waste his prime playing for the Jaguars? What's a good reason? Who has shown that they're good at their job outside of him and that defense? Nobody. So I'm not going to sit here, I'm not going to sit here and crush the players for asking for a trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and don't get it twisted. Like, I hate the Jaguars. I'm a Colts fan. I hate the Jaguars. <laughs> I hope they lose every game. You know what I'm saying? I hope, you know, their season is terrible. All of that. I'm, I'm, I'm with the shits when it comes to Jaguars. fans. like I, I, I won't hesitate to go in on it. Like, I've never don't care.
0: been to Indianapolis.
2: We know. I, well, I have been there anyway, but the thing <laughs> is, is the thing, the thing, the thing that I hate them, that I hate more than, you know the teams in the AFC South is seeing great players getting wasted. Like, don't waste good talent if you have it. Like Jalen Ramsey, I don't like what I don't like what I'm seeing in J- in Jacksonville with him and how they're treating him. I don't like it. Wait, you're he's born great on Thursday? What are you talking about? I, I, I'm talking about since he's been there, they've only had one winning season while he's been hey, there. That's the reason we am saying like get, Anthony Davis, like you can't you, win, like, like, oh. Well, my point is, you look at players like Anthony Davis. He wants to get, he wanted to get out of New Orleans. They, they were wasting that man's, you know, talent and prime. And there are plenty of teams like even, um, Odell Beckham when he was in the, with the Giants, they were wasting him away by keeping Eli Manning there. It, it happens yep. a lot all across, it happens across sports leagues, but you know, the NFL, NBA, baseball, I'm sure. I just don't, I don't like seeing incompetence. I don't like seeing great players that everybody can look at and say, hey, that guy is great at his job. And the team around him just says, no, we we don't know what we're doing. We're just going to keep going it along, you know, keep middling, keep uh, kicking ourselves in the ass, keep, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot, like be better, like Jalen Ramsey is better at his job than everybody in the Jaguars organization from top to bottom. There's nobody better than Jalen Ramsey at what he does. So why are people coming down on him for wanting to be out of there? Come tell the other people to be better. Mm. Mm -mm. Like, imagine, imagine, (laughs) imagine if everybody that worked for the Jaguars was as good as Jalen Ramsey at their job. Imagine. They'd be the Patriots. That's literally what they would be. They would be the Patriots.
0: Okay, are you finished with your whatever? Because
2: clearly,
1: that was like a white out moment for you, friend. What wine are the, you I mean, sipping on?
2: Well, I'm saying, like, I, I mean, I can sipping on cool. They, yeah, that. Um, the Sports Illustrated came out with an article about Calvin Johnson. And he's another player that's in that same – he was in that same predicament where Calvin Johnson physically is probably the most gifted receiver ever. When you consider his size, his jumping ability, his hands, his speed, route running, everything. He was great at all those things, and he played in Detroit, and Detroit only made it to the playoffs once in eight years that they had him. You know what I'm saying? And if you read through that article – it pretty much shows that from the top to the bottom, that organization was incompetent. Like the year that he broke the, you know, uh, single season record for uh, receiving yards, they fired his wide receiver coach the very next year. Like just the, the, the cycle of incompetence that happened in Detroit caused him to just quit. And he literally says in the article, like, if we were better, if we were a better team, if we had better leadership, if our organization wasn't, you know, so incompetent, I would have still played. I'd have kept playing, but he would rather just go home and say, "You know what? I'm done playing for this team." And like Lions fans on Twitter were coming for my neck because I said, "Why would anybody choose to still root for the Lions at this point?" Because there was a there was a stat that came out. There are there it's like uh, four categories: uh, zero Super Bowl appearances by an uh, NFL team. The teams are. The Texans, the Jaguars, the Browns, and the Lions. No playoff win since nineteen ninety one. The Bengals, the Lions. Had a winless season. The Buccaneers, the Browns, and the Lions. Most losses in the Super Bowl era. The Lions. The the Lions as a franchise have shown (laughs) shown you that they're not good at their job. They forced one of the greatest receivers and a top two running back in my book to retire because they would rather not play football than play football for that organization. And so we're going to crush the players for leaving because they don't want to play for incompetence. Like what are we doing guys? Like, come on. Yeah. exactly. I mean, I can keep going. Um, I've been on that one. Like
0: to me, when I was talking about it, cause I had a couple of friends, of course, if you guys don't know, I am a Jacksonville Jaguar friend. I, I mean, fan. I am a fiend. I have it tattooed on me because it just means, you know, my stay in Jacksonville and so many friends and different things like that.
1: That's bad luck. You can't have it tattooed, friend. We we're just it talking is about tattooed that tattooed
0: on me. I am Duval till I die. <laughs> Hashtag Duval till we die. I was talking to my friend and I was like, "Look, Jalen Ramsey means too much to the franchise to trade him." Like. He is the face of our franchise. He's already easily the best cornerback we've ever had. Probably top five player we've ever had, On only ascending to being the number one player ever. Um, If he gives us five more years of the same type of production, he'll easily be in the Hall of Fame. Like, he's all we got. Without him, we become Buffalo or we become you know, some other team that nobody cares about. Like we need to keep Jalen and it's bigger than just from a football perspective. Like we, we need him. We need the tirades. We need the rants. We need the Brinks truck, you know, and with Haha Davis. So I uh, definitely want to get it together. Maybe, you know, hopefully one day put out a consistent winner because it does suck being a Jaguars fan, but you know, we'll always be Duval till we die. But, So we'll segue into a new topic, and this will be the final topic because my apple juice is getting cold. I need to make some tacos. So I'm going to pass it to one of you, and we'll talk about Larry Johnson really quick. If y'all don't know, it's not Grandma Ma Larry Johnson. This is Larry Johnson, a former Pro Bowl running back, and I believe it was a rushing champ for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who wants to take a stab at Larry Johnson?
2: This dude is doing too much. <laughs> He's doing a whole lot. He's doing a whole lot when it comes to um, what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, if you didn't know, like right, pretty much right as soon as Megan Thee Stallion was about to blow up, her mom died, and her mom was actually her manager, and so her mom uh, passed away. And you know, there they were there were some like you know, third eye, you know, conspiracy theory people on Twitter like that. You know, they have. You know, 10 followers and they're tweeting out stuff like, Oh, you know, the Illuminati asked Megan the, S- the Stallion to sacrifice her mom to be, to be successful in the music industry. And, and that was kind of, that was circling around a little bit, you know, when that first happened and then it kind of just went away. But now Larry Johnson is starting to bring it up and it's, it's hard for me. I, the only thing that makes me upset is that he kind of has a huge following because he was in the NFL so he has a larger following and he's kind of spreading that type of message to a a bigger audience. But it's a thing where I don't know if I can, I don't think I respect his opinion on that stuff. Like, cause I've never looked to Larry Johnson for any type of insight on the music industry. Like that's, that's not. I wouldn't start now either. No, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm not going to like I've read, I've read a, I guess we're plugging Sports Illustrated a lot. I read a Sports Illustrated article about him like three years ago, and and he like he he went through some shit as an NFL player. Like he, they, the Kansas City Chiefs used that man up. Like he had hella concussions. He's all jacked up in the head, and I would probably say a lot of the things mm-hmm. that he is saying comes is a, a result of his head injuries. Like he he just seems like mm. one of those like I got. He's one of those, you know, foil on my head conspiracy theory guys. And, you know, you mix that with a bunch of concussions. Like, who, who knows what he's going to say next?
1: Well, that's definitely what the comments section is saying these days. Um, so let's get at his tweet real quick. So he tweeted out saying, for those who think I was hating on at the stallion, talk about Meg. He said, Meg the pony. Very rude. Because <laughs> you think I wanted to sleep with her. Don't know my history. I had better. And then he started to name a few names. Jalissa Bermudez, I Wanted to Marry. Chili from TLC, just in case we didn't fucking know. Maya, Drea, dot, dot, dot. And so I guess the list could have gone on. So the first thing, like, my petty meter goes off. Where it's like, you know, grammar is important. Um, like, capitalizing your I's. Little things like that, which is common sense, would be a great place to start when you're tweeting out. But how fucking rude. How rude to have a platform of this size. And yeah, you're going off with your conspiracy theory. But now you're going to go off and continue to shame yourself. I've had better. And you're listing off these women that I didn't know that he slept with Drea or Maya or Chili. Or if that's even true. Like, I don't need to know that he slept with them if that's even true. Like who says that they want that business out there either? Like, he's being so rude and considerate of the other women and not to mention, you're naming these women, basically putting them, pitting them against each other, putting them against Meg to say like they're better than her and all this stuff. Like, if you don't fucking go sit somewhere, sit somewhere. It's how I feel. I don't. Know. What are y'all thoughts?
2: That dude needs some help, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That dude is. I don't. I'm not gonna say he's he's crazy, but like. Like I said, he had a lot of seasons where he carried the ball a lot. He took a lot of hits to the head because he was that type of runner. So I mean, that's 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 what I'm gonna chalk it up to. I'm gonna talk it up to. He's just his brain is scrambled up. He doesn't know. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. Or he's just then uh, take his Twitter
1: um, away. He doesn't belong on Twitter. Somebody talk to his okay, agent, well, his publicist, whoever. Like you can't be we, super.
2: Nah, we we can't we negligent. can't talk about taking. We can't talk about taking his Twitter account 145 because I hear still tweeting freely. So, I mean, it, that's, that's where hey, we're right at at this point.
1: Fine. Fine. <laughs> you shut me up. But
2: it doesn't take away. Larry Johnson isn't going to tweet something that causes a war. <laughs> like a real-life right. war. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, It might yeah, be yeah. a Twitter I, war, but it ain't going to be not in real life. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you right now, I'm not in the mood for a real-life war. So I'll leave that <laughs> there. Um, Definitely. yeah, no, I just thought it was just so tasteless. It was just so tasteless, so tacky to go on and list these women and, and do a comparison to Meg or whatever. Like, who the fuck said that she wanted to fuck him in the first place? Like, I'm pretty sure she's had better. And isn't she in a healthy, happy relationship? So it looks you like on social media, like let her, yeah, like let her live. Like she ain't fucking checking for you. She ain't checking for you. Was she the one that was out there tweeting and harassing you about shit? No. Those are probably other people, other stands who are defending her, all fine and dandy. But for him to make such a personal attack at her that was not warranted, that's like, that's a bitch move. That's a complete bitch move. He's acting like a bitch. And I'm going to just say it. And it's He's like, what does like she do
0: bitch. to get this? Like, why is he turning his attention That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: She's taking all of his attention. Like for somebody who doesn't, you know, who's proud that he didn't sleep with her or whatever the case is, that you sure do put in a lot of effort. So maybe you don't, but your CTE, your CTE does, whatever the fuck you call it. Like I'm over him. I'm over him. So yeah, I never followed him. Book. I'm not gonna go I actually
0: forgot him. all about him. Like honestly, like. Because it seems like he's been out of the league for a long time. And, you know, I didn't know the stuff about Maya. or All I remember is he used to throw up the rock sign. That was it. Like, I don't – his career was pretty much just here today, gone tomorrow. Like you said, they probably got three good years out of him, maybe four. They ran him straight into the ground, and he was done. So it's like, okay, you know, and I guess you – are trying to do all this conspiracy theory stuff to kind of remain relevant, but you just come off sounding stupid, honestly. So
1: you're sounding like a bitch, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll wrap up the wine it out for the week. <laughs> That's
2: embarrassing. <laughs> That's, I mean, jeez, social media. Social media can be a terrible place sometimes. Like you're literally out here saying that someone sacrificed their mom. To, to get on like like how, how do you expect so people to take that man how do, you, how do you expect people to respond to that like yeah you, you, how you, do either, you feel people say that either to out him I mean with the way his brain works he probably gonna remember it cause like he his brain is <laughs> jacked up
1: does he legitimately have it or is he just claiming it or are we assuming it because well, he's a football player
2: no I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it and you, the thing with CTE is you can't you can't diagnose somebody with it until they're dead.
1: Right. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like you have to you have to check their brain afterwards. Like, but I mean you can just it's it's CTE is like brain injuries and a concussion is a brain injury, and you can just watch the way that guy played and tell, like, oh, this guy definitely got concussions. Like a lot of them. So Yeah. You know, if I had to, if I had to bet money on, oh, does Larry Johnson have CTE, I'm betting yes on that one. So that that's easy money it's easy money and shit, i was gonna i was gonna ask i was gonna i was gonna ask uh uh adolphus oh, who you thought go. the oh, uh, greatest is. jaguar what, what did you say i'm sorry yeah but i was gonna i was gonna say who you thought was the uh the greatest jaguar ever i'm thinking fred taylor yeah <laughs> Because you, you you were you were saying it's going to take a while for Jalen Ramsey to be on top of that list, so I was saying who was yeah, on yeah that's of that.
0: easily uh, Fred Taylor in my opinion. For some reason, the uh, white people like Tony Baselli, but he was only good for like maybe four years, maybe five, and then he got injured. Whereas with Taylor, was there he, and he was good for over ten. So and he was the face of the franchise. So definitely Fred Taylor. I would actually put right now Taylor Smith Baselli. MJD Ramsey, and Ramsey is catching MJD I I real that. fast. So,
2: yeah, I was about to say, I think I might, and, and unless unless Jalen Ramsey gets traded like tomorrow, like I'm pretty sure he'll get traded this week. That's no, no, no. no. They they kind of said, uh, yeah, wants to give I, him a new I, I, deal. I, he,
0: he's. They said we had a trade on the table uh, well, for I, I, Hayden Hurst, a uh, first and a second, and it was another trade, uh from somebody. And they, they were like, um, Tom Coughlin and Dave Caldwell signed off on it. And Con was like, no, we're keeping him. We're going to give him the contract. He's not going anywhere.
2: Well, I, just based on what I read, it's like Jalen Ramsey said, like, the, the front office and the coaching staff was disrespectful to him. Like, they said something to him that he deemed disrespectful. And he was just like, I feel like they kind of burned that bridge. Because I don't know if you've seen the video. But the the video where Jalen Ramsey was getting, like, fired up about the play, not getting challenged, like, he walks off the field, he's yelling, screaming, and then the coach, you know, says something to him, and Jalen Ramsey's still, you know, going on about it. And he goes, Jalen Ramsey gets pulled away, and he goes, and he sits on the bench. And he's visibly frustrated, but he's starting to calm down a little bit. And then the head coach comes over to him and says something else. And the reason why I that the the reason why a red flag went up to me is because when the coach went over there and said whatever he said, the players that were sitting next to Jalen Ramsey got up like, yo, what did you just say? Like not Jalen Ramsey didn't get up. The players next to him stood up and were like, yo, what the fuck did you just say to him? And they were they kind of came at the coach and people were starting to pull the coach away because it's like. Yo, you're supposed to be the leader. You're the <laughs> head coach. You're supposed to be the guy that we look up to, and you're over here instigating, saying something so wild. Like I'm gonna have to tweet yeah, this to wild, it's but the fact that other players. Yeah, the fact that other players are standing out and saying like, "Yo, don't say that." Like getting up, like in a way to where they're just like, "Yo, we got to defend our guy here." I don't know if you can keep the, keep Jalen Ramsey there, like, man, and, and obviously everybody's got a price. But it's the thing where I don't know if you can disrespect a football player. Like, those guys have a lot of pride. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you're just going to be able to disrespect that guy and to be and to say, oh, well, we're going to keep him because we can pay him the most. Like, I, I could totally see a scenario where Jalen Ramsey is offered a crazy contract by the Jaguars, and he's like, I'm not signing it if these people are still here. Like, if Tom Coughlin... And Doug Marone and the GM are still here. I'm not staying, and it's either me or them. And if I'm the if I'm the owner, I'm telling everybody, like from the GM to the head coach, all y'all niggas got to go because Jalen Ramsey is better at his job than you guys are. So y'all can go.
0: You're right about that, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, fuck it. <laughs> Jalen, I, I bought the jersey. I got the tat. Please stay. I'm begging you. Don't leave. Um, but anyway, that'll just be, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We're running out of time here. I still got to make these tacos. Um, as you know, the motto, we ain't doing nothing. We just kicking it. This is your boy, c 3 Savage. Uh, love Killer Trey on Instagram. Uh Well, I don't necessarily know if I want y'all following me on uh, Facebook. But anyway, um, y'all definitely uh, thank you for um, (laughs) all the love this week. Uh, Definitely going to go ahead and send out this money now. And um, I'll let you guys go ahead and shout it out and we'll wrap up.
2: Remember, guys, it's it's just week three. Your season is not over
1: beautiful um quick shout out I don't know if you guys are paying attention the Emmys are going on so shout out to Jarell Jerome who won for best lead actor for his role in uh when they see us so congrats to him because I know we were all talking about that show when it came out and just how impactful it was he's actually from the Bronx so big shout out to the Bronx and everybody who's listening thank you guys so much that's all I got
0: uh, don't give a shout out this week to SV Reports, cause his ass did not show up today, so we are docking your pay. We are the committee podcast, aka T C P and we will be out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a
2: plethora of content for you articles tv and movie reviews playlists and a collective of podcasts which includes don't call this a podcast sturdy show presents the barbershop podcast two
0: dope Smarks, the committee podcast pretty petty politics and we bring in love back we've also got a brand new webcast called politics as usual hosted by ron and aj so be sure to go to the subscribe if you like what you see and follow us on twitter at the kwc
2: blog